passion. So although I talk to all women, the black woman's pain is special to me because that's where I come from. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. Hypnotic conversations on the misadventures and how I always seem to mess up the road to self-discovery. We're talking about embracing the transition from my childish 20s to my grown AF 30s, being unapologetically Black, changing the narrative of this Black girl's trials with my tribe. Black Girl Uninterrupted is a podcast for all my marginalized Black girls worldwide. I am your host, Coco Amore, and welcome back. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. I am your host, Coco Amore, back from another much-needed break. Things have gone the fuck on in the last three weeks that I did not post an episode. And I have three weeks of episodes to give you guys. And I wanted to hold out because now that we're on quarantine, I just need to push out more content for you guys on a daily basis or every other day basis. So I was like, you know what, let's just hold out until uh, I I get a better understanding of like what we're looking for. So now that we're all under this mandatory extended 30 day quarantine, uh, just wanted to put out more info, more funny ass content. I have one show where I took a, a edible for the first time. That shit was crazy. And I just wanted to make sure I have some content for you guys to get you through these mandatory 30-day quarantines that we're all going through. So today's episode is dedicated to the quarantine. And I'm not talking about it from a uh, conspiracy theorist perception. I'm not talking about it from a perception of, you know, what do I do? Panic. I am here to give you guys clarity and speak to you on how we can all do better in this quarantine, right? So as many of you know, you guys know I love being outside, but I love being home. And naturally, since I moved here, I've become a homebody. So if you guys don't know, I'm from Day County. I'm from the bottom. I'm from the 305. And I am completely a turn up queen. However, since I came to Houston, I've been more on the homebody side. Uh, due to lack of babysitter. And then once I started getting out, I was just like, damn, all right, cool. I'm finna hit the city, hit the city lit. But I was riding dirty. So <laughs> I was trying to like limit my interaction of possibly fucking up out here in these streets. So I got my shit clear and I was hitting the town every weekend. I was literally like three weeks in to enjoying all my lit shit. And here comes quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Okay. So I am here to talk to you guys about how can, how can we manage ourselves during this quarantine? I know a lot of my moms, my single moms out there, we are definitely going through it. Um, single moms of one is going through it. Single moms of two or more, I'm pretty sure you guys are going through it as well. Um, I think moms all across the country, uh, parents, single parents everywhere, I think we're all experiencing this fear and uncertainty of our children's futures, and we kind of just don't know where to go. So we're just going to dive into all these different things. So these are the things that we're going to talk about. I don't know if you guys want to get a pen, a paper, or whatever, but here are the things we're going to talk about in this episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about how can we manage our time during the quarantine? How are you working from home? Efficient ways to work from home. Efficient ways to manage your time with 
working from home and managing your children's schedule as needed. So I waited to do this because I wanted to see how I was doing it before I give some advice on how I'm trying to maintain a high level of performance with my work and also making sure my son gets his much needed time um, doing his schoolwork. Also, so uh, creating better habits, uh, things uh, that you want to outline as goals. So what goals are you setting for yourself during a quarantine? What does the quarantine mean to you? Uh, is binge watching TV healthy during a quarantine? Um, dealing with some cabin fever. As much as you guys know, when I first moved here, I did not have a babysitter. So I went from going out every weekend or every other day in Miami to really having cabin fever, not being able to go out, not being able to just go get a drink at the bar, chill, not really doing nothing. So I'm <laughs> I'm a little bit abreast of the situation. <laughs> um, how to handle being a teacher mom and I know a lot of us are really going through it in that area. A teacher mom or a teacher dad, don't leave my single dads out there, but how do we manage our time now? Because it now seems like we've all inherited 50 more roles than we actually initially had, you know? So we're going to go through all that through this episode. Sit back, relax, turn up your phones because shit is about to get very, very interesting. <laughs> Let me go grab a drink. All right, y'all. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what's been going on with me. Like, first, let's do our check-in, right? So as many of you know, I am just, I'm a single mom, and I am now taking on the responsibility of being six subjects of a teacher, um, including band, I mean, first of all, I was in the band just because I wanted to be a dance girl. Number one, I'm I'm no musical prodigy, you know. Um, I know how to play two instruments, but that was a very long time ago. And I don't know if any of the other band moms or moms who have children who are in band, if they're feeling the same way, but... This, this band stuff is difficult. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, and I also am a new employee at a at a job, and I've been there for about six months. So it's very hard to have taken on a new role from the one I had initially. And then I now have a new role, right? And... I have to maintain the same amount of uh, accuracy, proficiency with less resources, with with less um, accommodations than I had in the office. And I'm working off one laptop. We're working off one laptop in the house. Uh, fortunately for us, a lot of his schoolwork can be done. A lot of the Zoom meetings are done on a tablet so we can alternate throughout the day. I have my schedule set up to where I may be offline for a couple hours and then I'm going to hop back on late at night and I'm going to complete some work. Fortunately for me, I've been able to get everything done by 530, uh, maintaining my old schedule. Um, I haven't worked a late night since and I don't know. If that's because of the decline in business that we're having, I'm not having to do so much of uh, client relations so much. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that makes me nervous, right? So, especially when a lot of companies are talking about layoffs and how do you handle a layoff and how do you navigate in a space where you've 
been laid off a couple of times since you moved somewhere. And it's all because of businesses not being uh, truthful about the success of that business. If a business right now is laying off people, I am concerned, right? I am highly concerned because it says within the 14 days of me working here, you have not adequately planned for a contingency plan for disaster disaster relations. And if a company hasn't prepared themselves for disaster relations, that's a problem. And my company right now, they laid off around 13 to 14 people globally, um, which is really good, I guess, um, in comparison to a lot of different companies who have let whole departments go. Uh, or they have been furloughed. So it's scary to see, but it's definitely a blessing because you are not um, subject to getting fired just yet. So you may survive another round of layoffs, uh, especially if you're in a critical area like client relations. And what that entails is payroll audits, uh, collections and receivables. So they need the receivables. They need to collect money that they uh, dished out. So I'm okay. <laughs> but for all the people that have been laid off, uh, you on the HR perspective, right? You guys are allowed to uh, file for unemployment, but you have to make sure that you are coding it as in relation to COVID-19. So one of the things that's going to happen uh, for the employer is, is that it won't affect the employer's unemployment rate or the unemployment insurance. It will affect the state's unemployment insurance and it will go against their state. Now, every employer have a rate that they pay towards unemployment when they hire you. That's why hiring is so... Um, uh, it's such a difficult part because they have to make sure they're putting the right investment in the right person because for every person that they hire, it's another level of taxes that they have to dish out. It's another level of insurances that they have to ensure that they have to cover people. Um, they have to ensure that you meet the payroll qualifications and you are not being misclassified as a personnel. So it's definitely difficult uh, to go through this. But if you are experiencing a layoff, um, my peace and blessings are to you. Now is the time, I think, when I've been laid off, I thought about things that uh, could be beneficial to me during the layoff. Uh, one thing that I thought about is what it is that I really want to do. Like, how can I design my resume to, to be specific to the goals that I want? right now or what I want to look forward to. And right now, everything is so freaking uncertain. We don't know when we're going to be through with this. This is something that we are very um, unclear of, of when will it be okay to travel? When would it be okay for me to start going back on, um, on interviews? Or what will my... Uh, unemployment benefits cover. And every state is different. Uh, Florida, from my understanding, does have one of the lowest unemployment payouts. Uh, so my friends who are only getting paid out of Florida, my blessings are really towards you guys, because you guys only get um, about up to 300, 400 a week. Um, and that's unfortunate, like a mug. And I would not want to be unemployed in Florida right now. Uh, it's very, I'm very fortunate that in Texas, our unemployment payout is much higher. Uh, the max is about like eight, nine hundred a week. So, you know, we don't pay state taxes either, but the dollar circulates a lot more in Texas than it does in a lot of other states, which is really, really good. Um, if you are unemployed, um, again, like I said, think about things that you can do. 
I know there is a lot of companies that are hiring remote workers. So if you are interested in remote work, uh, definitely join this Facebook group, Real Remote Work From Home Jobs uh, or Real Work From Home Jobs. They are on Facebook. It's a really good Facebook group where a lot of women are getting um, a lot of leads on how and what work from home jobs are real, what are not what things to look forward to when you're working from home, uh, a lot of best practices when you are entering the work from home area. So if you are interested in working from home, even if it's a call center job, even if it's something very, very small, I suggest you do it to continue to have income coming in because these companies that are working from home, they're not experiencing a lack of work. They're experiencing more high call volume than normal. So they're still going to be interested in people uh, working from home as well. (laughs) So we are going to take that working from home tag and we're going to go a little bit further. So working from home during the quarantine, how am I managing my workload? Like I said, I've been able to manage working from home and maintaining my schedule. The one thing I haven't done, which I'm a little bit ashamed of myself, is not waking up for my morning workout. And in Texas, we have a terrible pollen problem. Okay, y'all? We have a pollen problem. And to go outside right now, plus pollen, plus all this other bullshit, it's difficult as hell. So trying to work out um, at 5.30 when knowing I don't have to really be up for another three hours. So I haven't maintained that part of my morning routine, which I told myself this week, at least if not five o'clock, wake up at 6.30. 6.30 to 7 or 7.30 wake up, keep the morning routine. I don't have to be up for work until 8.30. Um, And I can get my breakfast done. I can plan my lunch and I can manage my day better if I wake up earlier. So this week, my goal is to wake up at 6.30 every morning, do one hour worth of workout, whether it be on my patio, running the stairs, following a couple exercise guidelines that a lot of trainers are issuing out right now. Uh, Whether it be any one of those things, wake up, get it done, and plan my day accordingly. So that is one thing. (laughs) Working from home, one thing you want to do is make sure you have a dedicated workspace where you are not... um, in the bed completely. So there are days where I don't have a lot a lot of activity to do. So I have a lot of more flexibility to just relax, take it easy on this day. This day is mostly Thursday and Friday because the workload is lighter, the reports are already sent out, the bulk of the work of the work week is almost already done. Thursday is more like follow-up and a lot of Friday is closing out business and planning your day for Monday, right? In the perfect world of business. So you want to have a dedicated workspace. I have a built-in office area inside of my apartment. If you don't have one, um, you know, your apartment does not have that layout. You can always put a small table inside your room, get you a cheap chair and prop it open. Or you can buy some uh, things that you can put inside your bed to make it more comfortable if you're comfortable with working a bit and if you feel like productivity will not be affected, right? So that's another thing. (laughs) If you're going to work from home in your bed, do not lay down. It will make the day lazier. It will make the day much harder than it actually needs to be. So you need to make sure that you are maintaining a a quality of service because they are looking at you. On the HR perspective, when people are asking to work from home and they are being entrusted to maintain a certain amount of uh, productivity when you're working from home, 
my fan is on, y'all, and my nose is just like, no, no. So you're asked to keep that same level of productivity. And the worst thing you can possibly do right now is to show your job you cannot be trusted working from home. This is the absolute worst time. This is a time where everyone should be showing your upper management that, you know what, working from home could be most effective, especially for single parents, uh, parents with multiple children, and it produces serotonin because you're happier. You're happier at home. You're happier when you are able to move around and have that work-life balance. This is the time for everyone who is allowed to work from home is to show upper management that working from home is the poo. It's the shit and we can do it. So this is going to allow a lot of upper management to have a lot of conversations about is working from home beneficial for my business? How much overhead can we save by having our workers completely remote? How much money or how much overhead can we save if we subsidize the office and we have a meeting place instead, like a WeWork or a Regis building, something like that where everybody can come, meet, conjugate, and we can do a share workspace for those who are interested in working from home and have others work remote because they feel more that feel that they are more effective working from home. Traditionally, kids are not home when you're working from home. So the distraction isn't there. It's about self-control and self-discipline. And you have to be a self-starter when you're working from home. So it's very important that you think about those things when you are trying to convince upper management, hey, you know what? Um, I have a couple appointments. I live really far away, but I'm willing to work from home this day. Um, and this is the time that they're going to cite this. And I'm like, well, when you were working from home, you took a lot of breaks. You had a lot of offline time. I'm not really sure how productive you would be. This is the time for you to talk to your other management and just say, hey, this is a really good idea because it will allow me to handle my personal business on my PTO and also allow me a great time to clock in and not utilize the full eight hours of PTO or SPTO that I don't want to use. So, and especially if you work in downtown. So, Big conversations is going to come out of this. A lot of businesses are going to rethink their work from home policies. And if you are doing a kick-ass job, kudos to you. If you're doing a terrible job, you need to do better because your one action can cause everyone else to miss out on the opportunities to work from home. Okay, so we're going to be right back. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to finish the podcast. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we are back from our break. Um, I just had to eat some Garcia sausages. Now y'all know I've been asking for a care package, but shout out to my cousin, Brittany Yuba. She sent me two boxes of Garcia sausages. Now that is what I call L-O-V-E, love. That's real love. You hear me? Y'all, oh my goodness. But back to, sis, are you okay during this quarantine? Um, we left off on working from home and the importance of making sure you guys are effectively managing your time, your day, and making sure that you guys do not lack on productivity. During your work from home experience, because again, like I said, we're going to recap, upper management is looking for people to fire. They are looking for ways to cut costs. This is your way. Fuck up. To get fired. You won't get furloughed. You won't. You'll just get laid off. Okay. Also, have a dedicated workspace. Make sure 
you match your work day to your workspace. If you have a busy day, focus area. If you have a lot of day where you're just calling, check up, calls, it's okay to work for in your bed. But you have to make sure that you are maintaining a certain level of respect and productivity. If you are having a work from home conference call, team meeting, please put on a shirt, put on a sweater, don't lay in the bed, don't be niggas. Don't be niggas during this shit. Like, really, don't be a full nigga. 1.5 is enough. Okay, I mean, out of 99%, we just need you to be 1.5 nigga during this time, okay? Because upper management is like, how did she conduct herself? And how was her virtual etiquette? This is things that they look for. Like, this is what I'm saying. So making sure that you're in team meeting is fully dressed um, from the shirt up. I don't have on any pants right now, but we're recording. And I have on a shirt and I have on earrings and I have on a hat to have my dookie braids. But we're good, right? Cool. So a lot of our single parents are now taking on a role as teacher moms. And how are we managing our stress? I am overly emotional. I am overly emotional about it, y'all. And I'm not okay. And the reason why is because I was ready to work from home because, number one, everyone in the office is so panicky and they're constantly giving updates with a toxic culture. Culture. And, you know, people who watching me via video just knew what I just did. Yes. So, <laughs> so their toxic panic um, is allowing other people to become very emotional, especially when we don't have those same type of culturally panicky habits. And... um I'm only upset because I now have to worry about my work-life balance and my son's school home life balance. Um, I don't know how to do all those things. I don't know how to teach math. I don't know how to do reading. That is not an area where I shine and gloat in, Um, but it is forcing us parents to start, uh, taking a more proactive measure of understanding this, the child's homework now. And first of all, they changed math. No one knows what the hell is going on with math anymore. Math was very simple. Math was, it has now become very complex and, and lack of a better word, stupid. Uh, So we have all have taken on this role of teacher mom, teacher dad, teacher family. Um, And we as single parents are having the hardest time because we now have to consider uh, what do my child needs from me in order for him or her to be successful and still pass. And I'm not 100% available to be there because I also have to maintain productivity, right? So a good thing you can do is have an open and honest conversation to your boss about a flex schedule. That is one thing that you can do is have a flex schedule. Why a flex schedule is the ability to work early mornings, take a extended lunch period, whether they are in class or their uh, assignment or class has ended and you now have to sit with them and monitor the progress of what they're doing after the class assignments. Um, Take an extended lunch period, come back, finish out the eight hours or the required amount of hours that you have to complete to meet your hours per day goal, right? Uh, you can also take 
two one hour breaks throughout the day. One is accounted as your lunch period and one could be accounted as an extended hour. So however you want to do that, it is encouraged right now, especially because your bosses are going through the same thing, especially if they have kids. If they don't and they're just being a jerk about it, you now know who you work for. Plain and simple as that. Um, <laughs> monitoring, monitoring the homework and the day-to-day of your child is going to become very crucial. You are now going to understand what the teacher has told you about your child and you wanted to fight the teacher about. You now know that the teacher wasn't lying. And it's a lot of unfortunate parents out there like myself that's like, what the fuck are you doing? And, you know, hey, the teacher may have not been wrong in some of the instances. We now know who our child is. I don't know about you guys, but my child decided not to take baths as much. I don't know how I feel about that. So this week, I'm requiring a bath every day, like I do throughout the weekday. But it's only about five outfits in his his, uh, basket there. And that's been about a week, two weeks. I don't know what to say about that. These kids don't want to bathe. And I don't understand that. So, hey. Uh, <laughs> but if you are experiencing um, some anxiety about being a teacher mom and now having to juggle that extra time that you have to put into it, just right now, a lot of it has to do with asking for a flex schedule with your uh, superiors. If you are salaried, I think that's definitely just a conversation that you need to have. Hourly employees um, clocking in and clocking out, definitely check out with your manager because they, again, as well, is experiencing some of the same hardship with those requirements as well. Um, I don't know. My son's teacher is one of them. She's really good. And then you have the other one that's a lazy F and B, right? Um, I had to like hound her on like getting the information that I needed. Like, how are y'all dealing with uh, some of the lack of concern from some of these teachers? Because I know a lot of these teachers are taking this as, oh, summer's out early. I don't have to deal with these kids. And if you're a teacher like that, screw you. You are terrible. You're a terrible person. You're a terrible human being. If you're a teacher and you do not care about the well-being of your students, you are one of the type of teachers that I would never want to come across. And if I did, I will give you a very, very nasty, nasty email CCing the district officials. I have this teacher that's like, oh, sorry, you didn't get my call or my voicemail. You didn't leave me one. You never called or you never emailed. I had to report you to the principal for you to start communicating with me. So if you're a teacher like that, I'm not even going to say it because I don't want them problems. I don't want them problems with the universe and I'm not going to do it. You're not going to make me say it. Period. Boo. <laughs> but now that we're talking about stress management, um, let's talk about some goals that we want to achieve during the quarantine. I know the quarantine seems stressful. Right. I know it seems like a lot, but there's a lot of good that could come out of this. The ability to be still, the ability to to just sit back, relax and just plan a lot of things right now. A lot of good can come out of this. And that's what I want a lot of people to focus on, the good of the quarantine. Right. So here are some goals that I want to achieve um, during this quarantine. Number one, become more patient as a mother. This quarantine is testing the shit out of my patience. 
And I don't know about anybody else. I don't have a lot of patience irregardless. And if you are from Miami, you understand what I just said. (laughs) So regardless of the facts, right, I am not a naturally patient individual. And a lot of that, I don't know where it comes from. But during this quarantine, it is definitely questioning my ability to be patient with my child, even with myself. So one thing that I want to get out of the quarantine is to manage my patients much better, learn how to vocalize when my patience is being tested within myself and act on it accordingly. So that's goal number one. Goal number two, create better eating habits. Now, I done got so thick since I moved to Houston. Like, whoo. Thick and thick and thick and thick and thick. Like thick to where like I don't like it, you know? But I'm trying, but I'm not trying hard enough. And here I am, 2020. I'm like, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm gonna get a fine ass body. And I'm gonna do everything I need to do. Boom. Quarantine. What the hell do I do now? How do I get this done? How do I worry about eating healthy? How do I not eat out? Like, how do I manage my snack intake? First of all, here, calm down. (laughs) Buy more salads. It's okay. Now you have all the opportunity to eat all your fruits and veggies. You are not tested to eating out with your coworkers. You are not tested on the ability to go eat out and you have more than enough time to create a eating plan. So uh, starting Monday, everything is going to start on Monday for me. I am going to eat better. I'm going to do better. I am going to add more fruits and veggies to my dinners instead of, uh, Instead of a lot of starches and stuff like that, I don't want to say 100% I'm going to eat a lot of salads because salads are so empty. They're empty food and you're starting to learn it. Your body does not consume a salad well. A salad can leave you so, so hungry if you do not pack enough protein in it and enough veggies in it. So I want to say I'm going to eat better and in smaller proportions. I'm not going to snack as much. I just put a shit ton of snacks, but I'm on portion control. So uh, in addition to that, better eating habits, I want to make sure I wake up in the morning, like I said, 630 to meeting my exercise goals. I at least need to burn as much calories as I did when I was in the gym in order to maintain that healthy feeling that I had on the inside. Eating eating uh my my pre-workout, making sure I take that, that will make the world of difference in my performance. Not drinking as much as coffee in the morning. Uh, I feel like right now I've probably I've been drinking so much coffee in the morning just to get myself together because I'm going to sleep sleep later because I know uh, it only going to take me five minutes to get dressed <laughs> or it's only going to take me five minutes to get myself together. No, we have to create better habits when we're working from home because right now, like I said, a lot is riding on your job and it's unfortunate as hell. Uh learn myself again. Oh my gosh. I don't think y'all know how important this is. Now is the time for us to learn what we like. The things that we let go uh, due to relationships or just being a mom, sometimes being a mom or a single mom at that, you lose sight of what it is that you like to do or what brings you joy and happiness. And sometimes you don't know how to navigate in a space where your considerations aren't being met, if that makes sense for anybody. Um, So a lot of the things that I want to do when I say learn myself again, I want to learn 
the things that I found enjoyable as a child. And I want to start redoing those things, writing poetry, uh, drawing, uh, reading the comic, the comics and the newspaper, those things that brought me joy, uh, learning to just walk outside. But I know right now everyone can't walk, walk outside. Me for one, I walked outside the next day. I felt like shit. I felt like, I felt like shit. And I wasn't coughing. I wasn't doing nothing. It's pollen. It's in the air. It's a lot going out, going on outside. So, you know, you have to figure out what makes you happy with, with a lot less of outside activity. So even if it's wake up Saturday morning, eat some cereal in front of the TV, watch cartoons with your kid, that shit is enjoyable. Remember when we used to do that? Recess used to come on Saturday morning. You had your bowl of cereal. You was ready to go. <laughs> Those are things that we can do to make us feel happy again. Even if we are going through a state of uncertainty. So I want you guys to find things that you enjoy uh, doing without having to go outside. One of the things that I'm doing right now is I am reading more. Right now, the book I'm reading is All About Love with Bell Hooks. And I just got a new book. I love um, I just got more than enough. This is a book that I'm reading right now. I want you guys to get into it. Um, I haven't gotten that far, but so far, so good. I want you guys to get into reading again because uh, reading helps train our minds, you know, and it just helps us uh, be better. So if we all could do that, that would be great too. Um, whew, oh, question I got. Uh, are you quarantining and chilling? I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink to that one. Just because I have, and this drink, this bottle was a part of my quarantine and shit, and we didn't even drink a lot of it, but I'm going to try the bottle. Ooh. Whoo. I'm going to draw the boat one more time. So we're going to talk about quarantine and chilling. Because <laughs> y'all know what I, I like. I like it. I like it. I like it. like this. Like, y'all know this is my shit, you know? So quarantine and chilling. Damn. Okay. I can say. My kitty been getting licked a lot during the quarantine. <laughs> so during this quarantine, um, I really like read up on bays. <laughs> Do say does something to me for some reason. But during the quarantine, I have gotten my little um, friend play with a little bit. But um, I just don't understand niggas in the quarantine right now. Niggas like you either get a real panic nigga or you get a nigga that's like G about this shit and he just know what you want. Look, I'm just I'm trying to quarantine. Don't try to make shit like a relationship. I had one person try to make it a relationship quick as fuck. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is just fun. Let's not, let's not do too much. We just cooped up. Like, uh. I was like, you gotta go. It's five o'clock in the morning. It's time for you to go. I don't need my son seeing you. Like, you got to go. I begin deliveries a lot. <laughs> if you've been following my social media, like 
I've been getting deliveries from men a lot these days. During the quarantine, I've been getting groceries delivered. I got a new thing for my door. <laughs> I don't know. Like, motherfucker was like, martial law is about to come through. And I was like, what? Martial law? Like, what the fuck? So he ends up getting me this door thing just in case things pop off and I need to have a door stopper or whatever you call this shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I cannot lie. That was the best head I got in years. It was it the quarantine lick or was it just? But that was the best lick I got. In, and that's all he wanted to do. And I'm like, I'm down with that because I prefer that over the whole thing anyway. So quarantine and chilling has been awesome. I even double backed with somebody. Like, how are y'all dealing with double backing? Like, I double backed with an ex and that quarantine and chill experience wasn't that amazing to myself. But we've been on quarantine here in Houston for about four weeks. So we're already a month in to quarantine. So I've been having a whole little whole phase during the quarantine. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, hey, how is life? Y'all know how shit go. But quarantine and chilling, making sure that you have some guidelines and some rules for these niggas and these bitches. Um while y'all quarantine and chilling, making sure nobody is getting their uh, expectations crossed up. Make sure people understand what you're getting into before you get into it. Make sure you be safe. Experts did say the best sex during quarantine is masturbation. I don't participate in that. I don't even know that language. I don't even be involved in type of stuff like that. So if you are... <laughs> Participate in active sex, oral, vaginal, anal, whatever your purpose is. Um, make sure you be safe during the quarantine. Make sure that person um, just knows their boundaries as far as uh, a couple different things. But I did hear the best position is doggy style. So, I mean, it's limited contact. Facial, but if that's not your man... um. Damn, sis, like, how you know he ain't got the Rona? Like, you know, so I think that's, like, one thing that I just was like, nah, I'm not going to do quarantine and chill no more um, as of last week. So I was just like, man, I'm not going to do it no more. I don't know if they got the Rona. So I'm just not I'm and realizing how crazy it is and how serious it is. I was just like, nah, I definitely can't do this shit no more. Um, But if you are in the house with your in-house dick or your in-house cooch, I hope y'all getting along. <laughs> um, and I hope this begs the question to a lot of people that are in-house with their man or they're married. I hope this allows you guys to figure out some really good ways to learn how to be romantic without the flashiness of restaurants. I think it's a good thing to date during the quarantine. And what I mean dating through the quarantine is really getting to know people because you can't meet up. You can't do anything. You can't be out. You cannot do any of the other things that you was initially going to do in order to meet this person. You have to now shelter in place and you have to really get to know somebody. And a lot of people are afraid to get to know somebody or some people just want to get on dating sites and just have people occupy their they're at dead time. So um, I hope you guys are quarantining and chilling and dating better than you did before. Now, my hoes is my hoes and they just my hoes because they my hoes. But for the people that I'm getting to know, the people that I'm getting to learn, those are the people that I'm going to come out wanting to, to, to be with the most because I'm learning their favorite colors. I'm learning what makes them happy, what makes them sad. I'm learning about their childhood. My pastor was talking about 
how important the quarantine is for relationships right now because it allows people the opportunity to really get to know the person that they with, right? So if you are not getting enough from the person that you're with as far as communication-wise, now is the time. So I hope you guys got a lot from today's episode, making sure you're being efficient from working from home, making sure you're managing your stress. If you ever want to talk about it, hit me up. We'll do a live chat on Instagram Live, <laughs> learning how to balance your time as teacher and mom or being a teacher mom. Uh, binge watching TV is healthy. You guys should do it. Pick a day, binge it, watch it, move on. Hope you guys are understanding of quarantine and chilling. If you quarantine and chilling with your bae, make sure your bae is being safe and protective. If you don't have a bae and this is one of your random hoes, be safe. If you're with your wife and you are you are in the house with your wife every day and you're not essential, now is the time to be creative. Guys, all around, now is the time to learn what we need from you guys as far as romance. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for those that are dating, now is the time to open up so many levels of communication with the person you're dating. Now is the time to really get to know the person on the inside. Um, set your goals. Be intentional during the quarantine. And when the quarantine is over, we're all going to come out so much better than we came in. Understand, this is not a bad thing. This is good. This is allowing a lot of people to get a break from toxic work culture. And I needed this. I know so many other people needed to not be the only individual who needs to work from home. Be intentional about your work. Be good at what you do. Prove to upper management that this is something that you can manage on a day-to-day basis and Just be amazing. Rock it out with your cock out. (laughs) And until the next episode, peace. So I hope y'all enjoyed another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. It has been a pleasure sharing my my crazy thoughts with all of y'all. Make sure you guys are leaving me a review. You are sharing, liking, commenting on the podcast and making sure that you are sharing it with everybody, you know, who would enjoy our conversations. I love you all for being so supportive and so inspiring to my movement, to where I'm going, to what I am trying to do. I love y'all so much. Peace out. Make sure y'all keep it cute and keep it hella black. (laughs) 